Welcome, Supers, back to another Shark Tank Tank Tales interview. I am your host, Super Joe Pardo, and I'm so happy to be bringing two wonderful entrepreneurs that were just recently, like in the last, I don't know, month at this point, uh, in the tank uh, with the Sharks. Everyone, I need some super claps wherever you are right now watching this. Uh, I don't know. Where, where are you watching this? On, on the toilet, uh, sitting in the car, waiting for the bus, uh, whatever you're doing right now. I need you to start making some super claps for Super Michael and Super Lucy of Calm Strips. Thank you so much for being here. And if you're on the toilet, persevere. You can do it. <laughs> Yeah, you, you get you will get you will get there. Ding ding. <laughs> Michael believes in you. Uh, so, so, calm strips. As I have one right here uh, that I can help demonstrate with. Uh, so, th- thank you so much for sending these to me. They are absolutely wonderful. So, all right, Shark Tank. Were you both fans of Shark Tank? Uh, what? How did how did you watch all the episodes prior, and did you did you apply to be on Shark Tank, or did Shark Tank reach out to you? Right, this is a multi level question. Yes, I was a fan of Shark Tank before. Had I seen every episode, probably not. Uh, my husband and I watch it together with our kids, and uh, it was just kind of like casual viewing. You know, nothing that we were like we're going to be on there one day for whatever reason. Um, yeah, what about you? Yeah, I, mean, I think I was always a fan of the show and, and you know, kind of similar shows because I've always had kind of like an entrepreneurial spirit. Like I've always wanted to kind of start my own business and I've had a few things that, that haven't worked. So it's, it's always something I find interesting and it's kind of makes it, especially like you said, like you watch it with your family, like I watch it with, with my wife and like it makes it kind of palatable, I guess, for people who aren't really super into right. business. Like you don't need to be like, super into like, you know, pivot tables to like enjoy an episode of Shark Tank because they'll kind of walk you through and, and give you the information. And then for us, like it was never, I don't think a huge aspiration. It was not like we're starting this business so we can go on Shark Tank. Right. And, you know, we're not allowed to give out super duper details, but yeah, I mean, we did not kind of actively apply for it. Like I, I remember I got an email from uh, someone at the show who had seen one of our social media ads and they were asking if we were interested in, in applying. And I initially thought it was like a spam message. Like I was like, they must have gotten us confused with another company or something. And like, we just kind of leaned in and like, <laughs> it's almost like trying to spam the spammer. How long can we keep them on the phone? We were just like, sure, we'll go. We'll keep going. Yeah. We'll keep going. And that's basically how it went. And we were just like, cool. They want this. Then it was forms actually, we and they want this video. Shark Tank. And like we're gonna, and then I was like, we're gonna fly you out on these days. And they're like, okay, we'll see if that. Like, and we just kind of kept going and going and going. Eventually, it just happened. So it was, it was kind of um, lucky, I guess, on on one regard, but then also just a ton of work on, on the other. Yeah. Well, yeah, obviously, it is a it is a ton of work, uh, you know, all around. What like so once you once it was like okay, it, it sounds like this could actually happen, uh, and it's not just a scammer, <laughs> scammer being scammy. Uh, it's you know, how how um, how did you guys go about pre- preparing for your pitch and like getting people involved, like getting or keeping your business involved and growing through that timetable of you know, we have to be prepared for this and we have to like figure out what does our, what does our pitch look like? What does our shark tank moment, what is that going to look like? That was probably the, um, 
the hardest part I think was building that pitch. And we went through probably at least 74 different iterations of what that first like minute's gonna look like. And from what we started with to what you saw, nothing alike, which is fine because I think the hardest part of that is you have what, 60 seconds, let's just, you know, ballpark it to get, to hook five sharks and America really, right? We want everybody to know what we do and to get the biggest key features of the product and of the business really into everybody's ears. And um, that was our hardest part. Cause I don't know if you know this, but we are talkers. And so 60 seconds is not a lot of time. Yeah. And I remember like <laughs> our, our first drafts were like, they give you like a maximum time limit and we were like butting up against the maximum time limit and um i remember like the feedback that we received was just like it's too long like yeah we told you that was the maximum time but like you shouldn't feel empowered to use all right. of that time like so i think it was just like 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 lucy said like we just went through so like i remember i had a, a draft that was called final draft like shark tank pitch final draft and then shark tank pitch final draft two and then shark tank pitch omega draft and it was right. just like it was just like even when we thought we were done we were still apocalyptic yeah draft. there was all there was all over the place. <laughs> but i think that that pitch to me honestly like and to kind of tie it into when we actually appeared that was the part that I was the most nervous about. Like the part that I was most scared of was that first kind of minute to two minutes when we were out there pitching. Because like, once we get to like, like Lucy's done improv and I've done stand up comedy before. So I felt like, like once it became like, they're throwing questions at us and we can kind of think on our feet, like that's where we're good. What I was worried about was like, I'm going to forget a line or I'm not going to remember like what I'm doing. And then if you watch on the episode, like, we're actually like kind of narrating uh, an animation video that one of our employees did about the product. So it's like important that it's like exactly timed out right. And, and so it was like, just that was the part that really got me. And I think like once we got past that, I felt, I felt like we were going to be okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, and I mean, that's, well, obviously, we were supposed to start <laughs> back at, at like two fifteen. We didn't start till after two two thirty, just because you know talking and and you know getting getting to know each other and stuff. So, uh, I, but that I mean that's a I mean that's a I know that's a real problem on my end as well. Uh, that you know you know that okay. Generally speaking, when you're on the floor, you have 45 minutes to maybe an hour, maybe an hour and a half, depending on how the conference. I've heard as high as two hours, two hours plus uh, from certain, you know, certain people end up having having those that level of time. And, um, you know, time can can get away from you. I mean, I, I actually would be probably nervous about that. Right. Like because oh, we get we, we, we know what we're going to say. We have that. I have that part down. Um, and, and that part's been quote unquote approved, you know, or, or thought through, um, with the, the producers and all, but when it comes to what, what we're not, what we don't know what we're going to say, how, how do we rein ourselves in and not let it get away from us? Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think for us, it was, yeah, they, I think we, they don't have a bell there. They just, they, they, they let you just keep going and go. But, um, yeah, I think. For us, something we talked about a lot going in was I felt like we were, number one, we were really prepared. 
I felt like like we had spent a lot of time like going over the numbers, going over the things we wanted to talk about. So I didn't feel like we were going to get caught flat-footed by anything. Like I felt like we were ready. And then I think the other thing that was really important to us that we talked about a lot was just like being our 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 authentic selves. Yes. Um, was that we would rather go out there and not get a deal and have people feel like they had really seen us than go out there and be like very you know, karate chopping. Yeah, karate chopping people. No, going out yeah, and doing, um, you know robotic and business like and, and and get a deal. I, I think, and I'm proud that we were able to kind of thread that needle of we were our genuine selves and we were able to get a deal. So I think that was kind of where we're going for. I think that came across. Yay! Yeah. We I, I'm sorry. What did you say, Lucy? I, I, it broke up. Two birds, one stone. We were ourselves. We got a deal. Done. <laughs> I, I think. I mean, ideally, everybody that goes out there would do that, right? Be be themselves and enable other people to be able to see that, and the sharks be able to see that and feel confident in the business, the business model, where it's going, where it's been, where it's going, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and 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 I think that is a, a daunting process for for anybody to to want to uh, to go through because of the fact that you're like, well, this is my one shot. So it's not like we get that. Okay, cut. Now, like now, let's do the other version where it's like, okay, now we're gonna do straight faced and like this is like the serious, you know, take if you will. And, and you know, because when you go out there, it's just one. It's just once, right? And you're you want to put yourself in it because at the end of the day regardless of the sharks buy in you want people to buy in right like this is a even though it says it's not an infomercial at the beginning of every episode it very much is an infomercial you know abc's not making the pitch but you guys are you know and and the entrepreneurs that are there are so i you know i i think finding that balance is 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 can be difficult for people to to figure out like what's too much what's not enough and uh i i think you guys both came out really really on top of of having the right business yeah yes <laughs> uh having the right business and and having uh yourselves shine through with that awesome well thank, thank you. you well and i think it kind of goes back to what you said earlier about like part of like i guess our strategy going into it or like our mindset going into it was like it was really important to me that we get a deal like even if it wasn't a great deal because like i tend I, my belief about kind of the show in general like and this is from being a fan of it and being on it and, and having watched it is that i mean the show is called shark tank it's not called entrepreneur tank and so we're like we're there but like in my mind like the stars of the show are the sharks and like so my feeling is if somebody gets a deal the way, like you talked about editing, like we were out there for almost an hour and our segment was like less than 10 minutes. So like my mindset is like, if we get a deal, the way they edit it is to make the shark look smart. Like look, mm -hmm. look, they got, they made a deal. Look, look at what a good deal they made and, and how sharp they were in, in doing that. And so like my feeling was if we, if you don't get a deal, then they can kind of 
not that they're being malicious, but right. that it's, again, it's 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 editing it in such a way. It could make for good TV. Right, could make for good TV to edit us in a way course. that it's oh, the shark was smart for not giving them a deal. Right. And so I think like that was something that was really like on my mind going strategy. into it. Strategy, I mean, like that was kind game, of our but... yeah. I mean, there is a strategy that is involved, um, and that was kind of our strategy going in. So and, and honestly, like when we were going in. Like we wanted Robert or Lori. Right. We're allowed to. We're, that, that was kind of our goal going in, and so the fact that we were able to get one of those two. And I mean, technically, they both gave us deals. They both gave us offers. Offers. Yeah. That's what it is. Yes. Yeah. So um, I think it was something that we ended up being really happy about. But we definitely went in with the mindset of I know some people look at it and they go, "Well, like you said, like this is just an infomercial. Like I don't care if I get a deal or not. I've already done whatever." Um, I'm just here to for the exposure, but I think we were really there, you know, to talk about our business, but also like we really wanted right. the deal, both for the exposure, but also like the expertise. I mean, when we say we're a small team, I mean we're, we're we could introduce you. We can introduce There's you. We're all here. Right now. <laughs> we do like all our own fulfillment. There's eight of us in this little slow internet office park <laughs> in uh, Newport, Virginia. Yeah. So um, yeah, I think that that was an important piece of it for right. us as well. Yeah, I think going out, when we talked about, like, you know, we lean in, we'll just see how far we can go with this. Like, once we realized, you know, this is actually happening, getting a deal was kind of like, okay, we got to do this now, right? Like, if we're going to do something, we're going to do it all the way. So, yeah, You know, I, all right, so two two things, right? So you bring up a, a, a good po uh, a point about the, you know, making the sharks uh, look smart. Here's Here's the better way to say that, Michael. The producers and the editors are there to tell a story, right? So whatever the outcome is, then you, that's the way as an editor, I work, you know, work backwards, right? What's the outcome? Now we work backwards. And that's why in some cases you'll see, like, they won't even bring up the fact that like so a shark might've offered something or that Mark was like standing up and like cheering and like, you know, going, cause it, it didn't fit where the, the store, the, the outcome. Right. And, and there's only so many minutes and you have to be able to not confuse people uh, along those eight minutes because you're, you're again, you're condensing 45 minutes, an hour, hour and a half down to literally eight whole minutes, which is they have some of the best producers and, and editors in the world. I mean, without ever meeting them, I, I, I mean, I just I, I can tell you it's as an editor, uh, very much so. Um, the other thing was that. So formulating your your all oh no the other thing was was you brought up uh, going there for exposure it actually that point hadn't really crossed my mind until you said that 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 maybe that's why I mean most of the, almost every almost everybody that has come on to this show for an interview was picked by Shark Tank's producers to to like follow the path to get to getting on the Shark Tank versus I think I've only done a couple where people have. Um, uh, applied to be on the show. There's only a very few uh, that I've done so far, and I've done 20 to date. So, oh, wow. yeah. So it makes me think, like, there's something to that, that they don't want people that are just looking for the exposure. They're looking to pick specific businesses so they can craft the story, craft the, you know, the whole, the, the, the thing as a whole, uh, more from the beginning to end. But also, like, you're not looking for exposure because we picked you. Right. I mean, maybe you are in the process. Everybody is, but not to, that's the reason I'm here. Interesting. I would want to know what the ratio, and this is just for my own, you know, implication, like what's the ratio now of 
how many people apply and get on versus how many people are sought out by producers and get on. That's just, you know, Joe, if you figure that out, you let me know. Well, I, so I have I have a little bit of I have a little bit of insight into that. So so just the they have 150 you know people or businesses that they bring on each season, which is probably a little. There's probably a little bit more than that. Probably if I had to guess, like 160, maybe 170, just because they're cutting down to so many episodes. They don't air every single pitch, um, and things of that nature, right? So when you when you think about that and then you say well they say like 40 30 to 40,000 you know entrepreneurs businesses apply to be on the show each year I, I mean i tend to think it's probably i would probably say it's probably less than 50 it's probably less than a third are are applying like applied people yeah. if i had to guess and then again this is a very small sample size based on the people that have chosen to come on the show like literally sometimes days after they've aired um, so, it, you know, I, I, I don't, I don't know for sure, but I would say it's probably two thirds picked. But you know what? Yeah. Speculate away. Cause it sounds great. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, thank you. Um, so speaking of speculation, $250,000 for 10%, how did we come to that valuation, uh, going into the, into the tank with it? Michael, <laughs> I just, so, I, I will say it's like. I, my feeling going in, and this is kind of goes back to the strategy piece of it, was like, I feel like the one thing that like pisses the sharks off more than anything else is when you go for too high a valuation. Like, I feel like, like that gets you kind of um, in trouble right from the bat. And so I felt like we were in a position where, you know, we had a good product, had good margins. It was, you know, we'd run the business effectively. We were profitable um, in our first year. And so like, we literally did like one X our revenue for the, the calendar year that we like 2021, basically. Like we did, you know, and my feeling was, was could we have asked for more? Probably like, should we have asked for more? Like maybe, like maybe we would have ended up with a better, like if we had done like 10% for 500,000, like could we have been in a better negotiating position to start with? Yeah, but like I, I was going into it with like, this is realistic for where we are as a business. Like right I do understand there's variability and, and I, I was like, let's just go with something that we feel like is totally reasonable that, that we think they're going to look at and go, okay. And that's where we were. And I, I think that um, if I had to go do it again, I would have done it the exact same way. I, I don't think we were greedy, but I also don't think that we were asking for, for too little either. Like right. I think one X your, your annual revenue for a new business um, that is on a growth trajectory, I feel like is, is a fair valuation, you know, early on. Yeah, I, I well, I feel like if you had gone in, you know, at five hundred thousand, like somebody's got to be—that's a big commitment, right? Uh, that somebody's commit. I mean, two hundred fifty thousand is a lot of money too, but the odds of you getting five hundred thousand anywhere close to ten percent at that point is is significantly lower, just from you know experience watching the show and understanding and all that. Like, and the business might be worth that, right? Like that's. But that doesn't mean that that's what they're willing to pay in the moment. So, so I, I generally think, yeah, I think going in for unless you have a very specific reason to ask for five hundred thousand dollars, like we need this tooling, we need, you know, we have very, 
you know, we need to roll out and do this, this, um, this operation. We need this many trucks. We need this many people to be able to scale this, like that, add lighter fluid and, and let it go a lot faster. I, I tend to think like shying away from the 500, you know, more in the 200 to, to 300,000 range, you know, percentage can play, you know, a big, you know, big part too, but, but they, but again, the level of commitment has got to be yeah. that much higher when you're talking yeah. about half a million dollars. Yes. Strategy. Strategy. Strips. Yes. And I, I would, I would say you, you definitely, and you, and well justified, right. Um, especially with a company that has, you know, great profit margins and, um, and is reusable or not reusable, but like, it, um, has a high potential for customers to become repeat customers, you know, and that's plays a bit to me. That's always play, always plays a big part when people talk about valuations and like, Oh, well, should it only be worth two, three times this? And it's like, well, yeah, but if it depends on what your repeat customers look like, if you, if you had to go and sell over and find new customers all the time, that's, that's a difficult proposition, right? So we want, you know, 20, 40, 50% of our customers, 60% of our customers, at least coming back. Uh, 40 to 60% coming back all the time to, to get more and uh, keep going back to the well. So, um, so I, I think that that made sense. So you're finally there. You're, you're in LA, not Vegas uh, this time around. And how, how, are, how are you guys feeling about the pitch? How are you feeling about, you know, are you, are you nervous? How's how, like, how are you keeping the business running uh, remotely and all that, especially cause you're all in the same building right now. It's all right. Um, Joe, we work for a company that deals with anxiety. So to say we were nervous is like tiny. We were so nervous. Um, but we also were, like Michael said earlier, we were confident in our business. We knew, you know, our numbers. Uh, we'd worked on remembering them <laughs> uh, a lot. So I felt we were ready for that. But everything up until then was just like, it's just nerve wracking because you don't know what you don't know, right? You don't know what the next day is going to hold. You don't know if the 17th COVID test that you take that day is going to just pop positive for whatever reason, you know, I mean, there's, especially like right now or then as it were, we were just in kind of a state of um, holding, right? Um, and Michael and I joke that it literally could have been anywhere in the world because we literally saw outside, um, maybe a grand total of 20 minutes, right? It's hotel to shuttle, shuttle to trailer, trailer to stage, you know? So it was very um, go, go, go. But also, honestly, had it been any more relaxed, I think we would have been that much more nervous. So yeah. um, I'm kind of glad they just occupied us. Yeah it's, <laughs> yeah, it's almost like, you know, like when you're a kid and you're getting ready for an exam or whatever, mm -hmm. like at some point you just kind of hit the point where it's like, Let's just do it. Like, there's right. only so much studying, you know, only so much prep you can do. And it was like, okay, like, they call it like what the Super Bowl of business or whatever. It's like, at some point, you're just like, let's play the game. Like, let's go out there, let's do it, and we'll let the chips fall. That's what they call at. Shark Tank, the Super Bowl of business. I've, I've heard it called that before. I don't I've know never heard that called. No. I like that though. <laughs> uh, yeah. And I, I like once we were there and once we walked out there, like, for me, that relief, like, I think I mentioned earlier, was like, when we got through that initial like minute, minute and a half pitch, yeah. I was like, cool, we're good. Like, I, like we'll, we'll yeah. be fine. And, um, but yeah, the lead up, uh, like once we were there, um, Lucy didn't mention this, but you're a very excellent flyer. So that's what I was. <laughs> I am terrible. So that was honestly like my biggest fear was just 
yeah. you being like Lucy. God, you talk to oh, I'm 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 a full blown crier on a flight. <laughs> I am oh, terrible. Oh wow. Um, but I'm actually much better. We've we did a, a show recently in Atlanta, and I was the funniest thing is when I get off the plane in the airport, nobody can touch me. I'm like, what? I was I was in an airplane. Not that everybody in that airport wasn't just on an airplane, but I feel like I just conquered the whole world. Um, yeah, I'm a terrible flyer. Besides, besides <laughs> that was my yeah. That was my biggest w- w- worry was just is Lucy going to be okay to get to uh, to, to the stage? But once uh, but once we, our flight landed, like it was my mindset was just like let's let's yep. do it and like let's make it happen and actually right by the hotel we stayed at there was a barbecue place we went for dinner that was called yeah. lucy's and so we felt like that was a good sign as well yep. and uh it was, yeah it was like but yeah we just hit this point where we're like cool let's do it and and that was that was kind of our, like once we got there we felt like we had spent so much time preparing and studying right. and getting ready and strategizing and all right. that kind of stuff that was like all right, let's just do it, and what's going to happen is going to happen at this point. And that's a word now, strategizing. Um, <laughs> so, so you're in there, and how, like, like how, you said after you got through the minute, you know, minute, minute and a half pitch, um, what, you know, how, how, how did you feel that it was going for you uh, out of the gate, like, after after you got through the pitch? Like, how... Walk me through some of the the thoughts and feelings of, you know, because when you say when you, when you call it the Super Bowl, the Super Bowl is a um, I, the word comes carnage comes to mind, but it, it, it you know it is a violent sport and and this is uh, it can go vi- very violent uh, very quickly. These are great <laughs> questions, Joe. Oh, so, gee, thanks. Point, and this is in the pitch, like you can see this um, on the show was it uh damon john said i don't get it and it's 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 disheartening to hear that right because uh not because i want a deal with every single person it's disheartening because there are so many people that live with anxiety and this is a really helpful tool so for somebody to just be like i don't get it like it it was a little dismissive and honestly that kind of hurt my feelings and i didn't expect my feelings to get hurt so easily. Uh, not that day, but that's okay. Um, so that was one thing that I was kind of like, okay. But like Michael said, like we both um, are a little bit quippy. So we, I think we both just had to rein in our faces and not be like, you know, yeah. that's okay. We were, we were able to do that. Um, but yeah, there was so much going on. Yeah. I think that like the initial, like, that first five or 10 minutes, uh-huh. like I think you mentioned like Damon John and, and that made it on air. Right. But I felt like there was also a couple times like he went out like, um, like Mark Cuban, who I, I've, I'm a fan of the show, like our type of product, right. he almost never goes in for like, right. I, I've watched him on numbers of episodes where it's like a similar kind of um, sensory anxiety type thing. And he always almost always does the same thing. Expect you guys, you guys built a great business. It's not for me, I'm out. So like having said that, he was super supportive on the sidelines. Honestly, like he went out, I think he was like the first, if not Damon John, like he was the first or second to go out. Right. And I will say, like, the way they edited it on the air 
was like he went out and we were like crestfallen but like that wasn't like like what we, like we were just like oh cool thank you very much like because we Mark, were kind of if you watch this we were crestfallen right we were crestfallen but it was kind of <laughs> like we were kind of expecting him to go out because like just historically he got he this is not the type of product that he goes in for but i think that um you know he was actually like super encouraging yeah um like he was giving us like he's like like there's a couple times where even after he was out he was charming chiming in like oh that was really smart or, oh that's a good right. move or, oh. so i think like I, I like to think he was a fan of us right. and like was rooting us on. If you look at like after we get the deal, you'll see like they cut to him and he's clapping. He's like, the crowd goes wild. And it's like, because I think he legitimately was happy that we got a deal, right. even if it wasn't with him. So I think like just those, those little moments of encouragement for me totally were, were helpful. And, and I, you kind of saw that from some of the sharks where it was like, um, even though they were out, I felt like they were still like, I didn't feel like it was like blood in the water and they right. were coming after us. Like I, re I truly felt like so. It it's was like, like the flag football Super Bowl there you business go. for there us. You go. Um, Not so much carnage. But yeah, like once we got like we got an offer from Kevin, and it wasn't right. an offer that we liked. Like Lucy did her meme worthy. Uh, so we're weird. allergic to perpetuity, which we were. Um, that was like our one, like our one deal rule going in was like we're not doing anything in perpetuity. Right. Like I just don't. I understand his. So th this actually. I don't know if we can't say that. What what didn't make it to air? Oh, okay. Then never mind. Yeah. Uh, sorry, sorry, Joe. Uh, it's so it's okay. It's all right. But uh, but yeah, but yeah, I think like that moment was really um, a good turning point for us because I right. thought it was, and, and they kind of framed it that way in the show because it was number one, it was funny, and number two, it kind of brought things back onto our right. comfort level where we could kind of. Um, speak about it so and I it gave lori an easy out because she offered us the same deal right it's fine whatever so it's all good <laughs> So, uh, so Robert ultimately, you know, was who you, you made your deal with. Um, so I, I mean, if I recall correctly and I'm looking back at my, my notes that I, you know, take, I, I don't just twirl a pen for, for the sake of doing that. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, he, he wanted to make, uh, what was it? Three, three times on his money, right. That he was investing. Um, I, I mean, that's a, is is that something that you prepared for, uh, for for like a royalty deal? I mean, obviously, in perpetuity, you're allergic to so. But, but... <laughs> were we ready for it three times over? I don't, I don't know. Honestly, it wasn't something that I had considered, um, and maybe that's naive of me. I'm sure yeah. it is, but yeah, honestly, like the fact that we walked out with still 100% of the business was kind of uh, shocking in the best way. Like to still own 100% of our business is huge. So um, yeah, maybe I walked in naive, but yeah. And, and I also feel like, like, especially in the more recent seasons of Shark Tank, like, I feel like the conception from the sharks of like, how do I get my money back out of this? has been a lot more prevalent. Like yeah. I feel like before it's like, cool, I'm investing in this business. And if the business is successful, I'm successful. And as my, you know, I have an equity stake and, but I feel like more and more, you're seeing more and more, I feel like not just in our deal, but deals across the board that are 
like um, royalty based or or kind of have a royalty element to them. Would you say they're more loan sharks? No, not at all. They're wonderful. No, no. I kid, I kid. Absolutely fantastic. But I think it's like they're taking on a risk, you know, in terms of investing in in a business. And I think it's um, like, here's the thing, it's like Lucy said, I I think we walked in like saying we're going to give a percentage of our business and they're going to give us money for that. Um, and so I look at it, you know, we didn't do that, but we get to keep a hundred percent of our business right. and, and we can, you know, I think it was kind of perfect because I think our, we have a really strong belief in this business, both in the short term and in the long term. Like we see this as a lot of opportunity for growth and, and that we're just kind of at the beginning of our journey. And I think they looked at it as like, maybe like a flash in the pan. Like this is like the new fidget spinner or whatever, and you'll be popular for a year. And so I got to get my money out of it. And so ultimately I think. It's There's a, a place. There for you it. go. It's in a place where I've got no problem. I love fidget spinners. Fidget spinners. Do not disparage. They're not disparage. Yes, they're great. They're wonderful. There you go. All kinds of fidget cubes. They're great. But you would agree, though, Joe, that they are clunky and cumbersome. They're hard to carry with you wherever you go because they're kind of you gotta gotta carry them around. But um, I just have to work clunky and cumbersome with everything we do. But um, we kind of got what we wanted because we got to keep 100% of the business that we believe in. And they got, you know, Robert, I feel like, and, and the Sharks were kind of, you know, the deal that we took um, allows him to profit in the short run on, you know, kind of, and in the long run in terms of like um, having a royalty deal and getting, you know, we get the expertise and all the things that we're looking for. Um, so I felt like it was a win-win. I really do. Like, like I know that I watched um, the episode where you were talking, you're like, ooh, that's a lot um, in terms of like the, the royalty deal. And it is, but I think it was in my mind, like we traded that for being able to keep all of our equity. So it, it right. felt like an equitable arrangement to me at the end, nice. of, the day, you know, at the end of the day. <laughs> well, I mean, there's, a, I mean, look, there's, when we when you talk about um, the the risk factor, I mean, you are again, we are still talking about two hundred fifty thousand dollars. It's not like you came in and like, okay, we got this idea, like we kind of proved it a little bit, like we got a couple of sales, uh, you know, and it's fifty thousand dollars. It's like, well, you know, I spent fifty thousand dollars on a weekend, you know, away or something, you know, or or on lunch in a week or something for my team, like. You know, we're talking about a, a pretty significant chunk of change and wanting to be able to protect that um, because, you know, in some of the, in some of these cases, you know, we don't well, they don't know how long the business is going to sustain. It could be a, a flash in the pan and a flash in the pan still could be three, five, ten years. You know, I mean, look, th- this business spinner came for free when we when we got my daughter's vaccination shot. So free <laughs> you know uh and and i would agree that they are uh bulky and i would not take them uh with me anywhere but that's also like i got the pen right that's it, it's it's whatever i have on me uh or if if it's this right attached to the back of my phone or something to that uh to laptop so so yeah so i i think that's awesome um so after you you get done your pitch you got your deal with robert you uh, go to leave, and and how are you feeling heading back? Uh, you know, back on that plane, the to have to conquer, you know, feel like you won another Super Bowl. I mean, it's better living through chemistry. Let's be really honest. I slept through most of the plane trip home, um, <laughs> but it was it's really cool. It's really cool leaving and knowing that everything that we've worked for uh, culminated in you know a really cool deal and 
hopefully an amazing partnership with Robert Herzbeck. So, yeah, I think that we accomplished what we wanted to accomplish. Like it definitely was a sense of pride is like, I remember talking to my, um, my brother about it and I was telling him like, like kind of like what you said, Joe, which is like, yeah, we got a deal and I'm happy with it, but maybe we could have done better or whatever. And he's like, man, you went on friggin' shark tank and got a deal. Like you should not be beating yourself up in any way. And I think it's like kind of the mindset of like, yeah, right. We went out, we did our thing. We were on shark tank and we got a deal. I mean, what, what more can you really ask for? So I think definitely that feeling of pride. And I think like for our team here too, it was like really yeah. awesome, like to be like, Hey, cool. We went out and this is, you know, and, and so I think like just, it definitely had a, a positive impact. I think like, I think our team has always been pretty amazing. energetic and amazing. Yeah. And like you said, like, how were we able to go out and make stuff happen? Like we have a small team, but we have a, a really awesome team and would one say small but mighty small but mighty yep we got it you know we're up to eight employees now and so i think you know they were able to hold everything down while we were away and make sure that you know our customers still had an amazing experience yep. and and all that good stuff and so yeah it was just for me it was an initial kind of like oh you know kind of that was okay and then it was like after after i talked to my brother it was like Oh yeah, I should right. be really proud of this moment. I shouldn't be like beating myself up in any way. This should just be like, woohoo, did it. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, that is that is wonderful to hear. Um, and then, so how how has things been since Shark Tank? Like how things exploding, or how how's how's everything going? Yeah. More stressful. Uh you it's business. It's like I hope it's more stressful. <laughs> oh, always. Yeah. You know what it's like when you have a newborn <laughs> and there's just always something to do and you're never sleeping and you're exhausted. It's a lot like that. It's like we <laughs> birthed another company. Like it's so big and it's so busy. Um, but again, to Michael's point, like the team here is phenomenal. Like they all do what they need to do and we're all really cross-trained, like everybody kind of does everything, and um, but we have our, our niche, if you will. So it's nice to know that when we walk in or when they walk in, everybody, you know, we just get it done, right? So I'm not going to say we're a family because that's gross, but we work really well together and uh, I enjoy their company. So it's, it's fun times and, um, you know, it makes having a newborn not so bad. <laughs> and I think it was like, it was definitely, I remember like, we were going into like the Friday night that it was going to air and we yep. were like, you know, here's about how many orders we think we're going to get. And we think it's going to be like, it will be all right. You know, it'll be this menu or whatever. And I remember just like, once it aired, it was just like, like the website just went nuts and it, it was like beyond what I was expecting, but like, yeah, I mean, it's like the, the shark tank effect, you know, of all these people who've never heard of you before right. just finding out about you all at once. And so, like we, we rolled up our sleeves, like we worked some weekends and we put in some some long hours because like we're still at the point now and we take a lot of pride in this. Like we do our own fulfillment out of like the office here. Like we literally like if we were to walk, which we probably should given our slow internet performance <laughs> at this moment. But if we were to walk, um, you know, kind of 50 feet in that direction, like you 
see people like pack it and shipping comp strips orders. Right. Like it's not happening from some third party fulfillment center. Like it's happening here. So like once we saw, it, we're like, all right, guys, like let's roll up let's our sleeves, this. let's do this. And we're thankfully in a spot now where we're we're kind of caught back up. Our ship times are back in a good spot, but. Um, yeah, it's just the tremendous work of everybody here. I think that makes that makes yeah. that possible. So. so Michael and Lucy, it has been an absolute pleasure to have both of you here. Please, before we go, uh, give your last thoughts on what, uh, you know, what you'd like to share with entrepreneurs as a whole, not just as, you know, Shark Tank, you know, uh, aficionados now. Uh, you, uh, <laughs> please tell everyone where they can get calm strips from. All right. couple things. Comstrips.com. Go there first before anything else. Um, secondly, I guess for entrepreneurs, I know 100% that I speak for Michael myself when I say imposter syndrome is the devil. Like, <laughs> just don't listen to it. Um, I know I suffer from it. I come in just about every day and I'm like, what am I doing? You know, and I'll talk to my husband about it when I get home. He's like, you're doing a great job. Things are good. But to have you know, that little voice in your head that's like, you don't know what you're doing. What are you, what, why are you doing this? Who's, who's going to keep you on track? You know, all that kind of stuff. Just don't listen to it. Just lean in, keep going. As long as you're not hemorrhaging money and hurting people, keep going. And yeah, there you go. Um, I think for me, I would just say, yeah, just, I think it's, just keep moving forward. I, I think, you know, take the valid feedback that people are giving you. Like we've learned so much from our customers and our team members and people totally. we've talked to. And, and I think, but you still got to kind of sometimes have those blinders on and, and just keep moving forward and just keep pushing, um, you know, running your own business. It's not easy. Like it's never easy. Like we come from, like we talked to us, like we worked at the Apple store before we came here and that was very turnkey in a way. Like the jobs were established and you knew what you were doing every day and there was a, a workflow and everything was structured. And then you come into this where it's like nothing <laughs> is structured and you're kind of creating your day every day. So I would say like that is really um, hugely important is just, you know, believing, not just believing in yourself, but also like, you know, being able to kind of keep moving forward when it, you don't feel like it or, or just kind of keep pushing forward. And I think the other thing is just, you know, surround yourself with really smart, talented people. Like I think one of my great prides, like I mentioned earlier, is, is the team that I get to work with every day. And like, especially Lucy, who's next to me over here, like Sorry she's, you know, I, we're definitely not here without her and, you know, everyone else who has kind of come on board. Like, like our, our team is a lot of um, like Apple expats and like people like friends of mine and people I taught them Hebrew school back in the day and like it's just like a, a hodgepodge of stuff but um they're all really amazing and all kind of um put the customer first and, yeah. and go above and beyond and so like I think that that's that's a key as well is as you grow I think you know don't necessarily be like this is how you build a company and here's who you hire you know just um you know kind of make sure that you are um surrounding yourself and, and building your company from kind of the ground with the right people who really care and want to help you. If I could add to that super quick, it's not going to be quick. When we talk about, um, you know, the team gives great customer service because 
that's what we personally, and I don't mean me and or Michael and myself, I mean like everybody on this team, like that's what we expect in the real world. When we go out, we want good service. So we give good service, right? Um, and I think the other thing is as leaders or, you know, people that started the company, I don't know. I don't know. I don't like the word leader, but you know, as people that say yes or no, it's not about, oh, you're sick. Uh, like I've heard that in so many jobs that I've had, they're like, well, who's gonna fill in for you? Well, you know, and like, it's nothing like that. It's trusting and respecting the people that we work with to a degree that, I mean, we're all adults. If you need to take care of yourself, please take care of yourself, right? And we don't mean that and we are, we don't mean that with a side of, you know, a snide remark later or anything like that. Like that comes free of charge, take care of yourself and we respect you. So I just wanted to put that in there, make it shorter because that was a lot of words for like three things. No, it's not, not at all. Hey, th this is this is very much about you guys and what you you know what you think and feel and what I think people need to hear. Um, I think you know the the to start with the imposter syndrome, right? Um, I know for myself, it's hard to take the um, the pat on the back literally from anybody I know because I'm like, yeah, you're supposed to say that. Like, <laughs> you know, you're the family member, you're the wife, you're the somebody that is supposed to be important to me and, and we're supposed to be supportive of each other. And that's, and that's great. And it's, it is helpful, but as me being me, I know it's also like, yeah, I, I, I know, but you know, you're supposed to say like, yeah. it, that's what we do for each other. Right. But that, but, but it's like, it's still, it's still self detrimenting in a way. Um, and, and that is a very, th like, I mean, I don't, I mean, I'm saying this because I want other people to hear like, I'm probably, I know I'm not the only person that feels that way. I can't be the only person that feels that way. So, you know, it, it, you're not alone uh, if you if you do. And, and that imposter syndrome is super real. Look, I get it all the time in the comments. Like, who is this guy? Why is his head in the way of the video? What He's talking nonsense. It doesn't even make sense. And I'm just like, I appreciate you watching and commenting. You know, you're helping me in, in ways you don't even understand uh in in a lot of ways right uh from an algorithm perspective as well also, as I was gonna just say, gary you would have something to say about that you're putting stuff into things you don't even like go away just stop not you yeah them. well yeah, yeah. no <laughs> I, well absolutely absolutely and i think oh i'm sorry go ahead i said but then you're actually like no actually don't go away keep watching just come yeah oh oh and you know what so so here here's the thing here's the thing so anybody has watched this long, long into the video um i so it's been like so I, I i do tend to hide people's comments after you know after that especially when they're really rude i'm just like you know what you're you're gone like you're you're shadow banned right so I, I, after the new year, I said, you know what? Everybody get, everybody's getting a, a second chance because it's been a year now. Like everybody's getting a second chance. It took, I think, all of seven days before somebody came back up that I had already from like yeah. almost a year ago. They were at like the top of the, like towards the top of the list. I'm like a year later, you're still watching my channel, still writing hateful. I never see their comments, so I don't know. I mean, obviously, I, I banned them again, but I'm like, that's that's so good to know. I appreciate I appreciate you watching. <laughs> You know, look, 50 Cent said it, right? Yeah, I think, I'm sorry, I think what? I said they've got perseverance. Yeah. They, they, they ascribe to the famous saying, haters going to hate. You know, hate, that's, hate, that's, hate. That's it. Well, I mean, 50 Cent said let, let them hate, right? And watch the money pile right. up. And it, and it does. And it, and it literally has. And it's like, wow, that's, that's awesome. I, you know. Um, I don't know if you're into Kanye, but Kanye said, 
like 50 told me, go ahead and switch the style up. And yep. if they hate, let them hate and watch the money pile up. Yeah, that's, that's it. Yeah. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. A hundred percent, right? Well, I mean, because well, because 50 Cent said that in... I forget what song. I guess it was in the club, probably. But, uh, you know, he, 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 he did say that, like, first. So, you know, so, but yes, that is... A, a classic line uh, uh, for, uh, from of Kanyeism, which I absolutely appreciate. Um, so, so, so yeah. So, and then you know, I always uh, say like, always be learning, right? And and to your point, uh, Michael, like, if we're not learning, we're not growing. If we're not growing, then we're we're dying, right? Like, we literally, we that's the life cycle of things. That's how it goes. So, uh, it's always important to be surround, like like you guys said surrounding yourselves with the right people uh, that can go so much further than having the person with the right degree or, or, I mean, sometimes you need that person in the moment. Uh, but I mean, look, Steve jobs, I mean, as, as a bunch of Apple people, Steve jobs made that mistake, right? You want to sell, you want to sell sugar water for the rest of your life. And that person's literally the person that, that walked him out the door uh, <laughs> later on down the, down in his career. So, um, so, you know, so always be learning from those experiences of others. And that's why I, we're here. That's why we do, you know, I do the show and that's why we do these interviews. And uh, that's why I do the coaching and consulting and all the things that I do, because I want people to learn from the experience of, of what I've been able to learn and what I've been able to learn from other people and other people's stories. So thank you both so much for taking the time today. Uh, hopefully, hopefully the video ends up being, <laughs> there was a bunch of uh, problem, internet problems, right? You know, but hopefully all those got, you know, smoothed out with the local recording. So, uh, if you've, if you've enjoyed this video, make sure that you go check out one of these two videos right here. We'll see you in those, one of those next videos. Take care and go be super.